Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. A, a, a unique occasion and a very poignant occasion. Um, having gone through two years of unimaginable difference for everybody, everybody's lives turned upside down. But for a, a great number of families, they were visited by death in that period. And a death unlike any other that we've had in our lifetime, where the normal farewells that we give our loved ones wasn't possible. And that, I think, was the hardest, hardest thing. Um, I've spoken to so many people and they said, we will we'll do it properly afterwards, but it's not the same. And I hope today, when all of Wexford and unites with all the rest of the country in remembering those we lost and everybody whose lives was turned upside down by a once in a hundred year event that please God we'll never see again. And Johnny Maiden, uh, Brendan's in the Wexford district, you're in the Enniscorthy district, but of course I think what came across crystal clear was party politics were pushed to one side and we all worked together between media, political parties, everyone worked together. There were some dark days, weren't they? Very dark days, Alan. Um, as Brendan said there, um, I remember standing on, on the side of the road and, and you know, funerals passed us and, and you couldn't even shake hands, you couldn't you couldn't do anything, you know, and it was, it was actually, it was heartbreaking for all, for all those people. It was heartbreaking even to watch it as well. And yes, it, it, today is, is a very special day. It's a special day where, where Wexford will remember all those who, who, who died during COVID and obviously those who survived as well and the frontline workers who, who stood up to, to, you know, to the challenge. And, you know, we're here to, to remember them as well. And we hope that, that, that pray to God, that the people will, will get some solace. As, as Brendan said, it's very difficult after the event. And I know people, I, I want a young young man's funeral, he was 52. He, um, he died of cancer and he had a huge family. And we could just look and watch the family standing around the graveside. And that's all you could do. You couldn't even you know, you know, give them condolences or anything. It was actually, it was actually very, 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 very sorrowful. And I hope that that day has passed now and we can, we can look forward and go on from here. I think all of us re-evaluated um, how we re- reacted to everybody around us. We were dependent on everybody. And the old Irish... Uh, phrase Iska we live in each other's shadow in each other's shelter uh, that was never truer and everybody tuned in to the local media read the local press and I was anxious that uh, when all revenue sources had evaporated because nobody was advertising that they would be maintained and you could be maintained in doing the vital public services that you were providing uh, and I hope that it helped uh, limp, limp, that's all you could do uh, through this unprecedented disaster. Uh, but as, as Johnny has said too, um, we look around at the incredible public services that we had, um, services that we've taken for granted, it could be on post. They became a vital lifeline, making sure that people were communicated with, that nobody was left uh, without uh, contact with the outside world. Um, with all the county council services coordinating across the, the, the county uh, with civil defence, the Gardaí and of course most of all uh, the frontline healthcare workers who certainly for the earlier part of this pandemic were literally in Marne Whale. they were in the gap of death because we didn't know what they were facing but people who stood on the front line and defended our, our communities and protected us uh, deserve incredible credit. I, I met a postman, as Brennan said, and they were actually delivering milk and bread to people who were, who were on COVID, you know, older people. And uh, look, at everyone pulled together, and it's, it's also a celebration of humanity here as well, because it's the, it's, it's the true Irish metal. It, it, it really came through, and the Irish people are, 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 are very good when the chips are down. 
they do stand in and they do they do stand up and they do be counted. So listen, today is a, is a brilliant day for everybody and I hope everyone enjoys it. And I'm now joined by Councillor Pip Breen and Jeremy from the IFA. Uh, Pip, um, we're here, the atmosphere is building. It is indeed, Alan. I'm delighted to see so many people here on the stage. I think it has the potential to be an excellent evening's work because as far we're not out with the pandemic, but there is a feel-good factor about it. Yeah, and what would you say we draw most from what we've been through in the last two years? Because we can see quite a lot of what people have had to cope with in this room as we speak. The resilience of, of the people let it be the ordinary workers, the frontline people, the resilience of those, and my wife was one of them. She spent the last two years in Wexford Hospital working there, and I understand that they got up every morning, went to work, and and they knew the risks that were there, and they still did it. The frontline workers in the supermarkets, in the petrol stations, in the garages, they were all there, Alan. You know yourself, you had to continue with your job. We all continued with our work. And, Ger, we finally get to meet. We, we speak quite regularly about a number of issues, but today we celebrate... The entire community and the farming community played their part as well. Your chair of the IFA. Thank you, Alan. Yes, it's it's a great day. It's great to to see people out actually um, commemorating and remembering all of those that actually have passed um, in a very quiet way. As, as we say, Irish people are very good with funerals and going to funerals and marking respect. And it's something that's certainly been missing over the last two years, where people have died and. You know, as I suppose a reference earlier to somebody, the two Johnnies have a song out about be quiet, the death noses are on. But it just shows you in the last couple of years how important that was to people. Because lots of people have left our communities and people didn't know about it. So I suppose today is, is a time to reflect and look forward I suppose there's definitely a magic here in the air there's a, a feeling again as I say of camaraderie of people who got together um, like yourselves at South East Radio with the programme that was run for quite a while on, on the Thursday nights this is what it's about it's about those people I suppose we're all working away in the background and uh, I suppose today is a nice day for us to come out and say well you know We've done a little bit for the community anyway. Maura, party politics went out the window for this pandemic. Would you agree? Oh, most definitely, Alan. Uh, Politics politics probably didn't even come into it, to be quite honest with you. It was uh, the human aspect and everybody trying to help each other throughout this pandemic. And obviously looking at our frontline staff, you know, in our hospitals, our ambulances, our carers, our nursing homes, our shops, I have to say, our supermarkets and everybody that was there and that were able to open for us. You know, we we owe a great deal of gratitude to all of these people. And to think that the thousands of people that died in this country as, as a result of COVID throughout this pandemic, it's just so, so sad. And least we never, ever forget these people. I, I talked about coming out of Southeast Radio the first day of the lockdown and the surreal atmosphere, the eerily quiet key, walking up to the car and meeting one person, shops closed. What for you, is there any particular moment when reality bit here and hit? Yes, I think it was the fact that, you know, when we had the uh, restrictions, uh, how far we could go, not being able to go in and see my mother or not being able to go in and help my sister with issues and whatever. But, you know, it, it was that, that human contact that we weren't able to have, especially with family. And, and then when people were dying, and let's put this into perspective, we couldn't go to their funeral. We couldn't do what we do to be able to, to, to thank and celebrate people's lives. Yeah. We couldn't even do that. We missed all of that, Alan. Yeah.
Well, amongst the many people that kept us so informed uh, at the cold face of this pandemic is Leanne Sheridan. Always on the telephone line, sometimes in ICU. But today you're here, fully robed, by the way, so I hope there's not going to be an emergency. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> there's plenty of us here anyway, if there is. <laughs> How important do you think today is, Leanne? Oh, I think for Wexford it's really important. It's actually good for everyone to see everyone, you know, the frontline services. It's just, it's important to recognise what's gone on over the past two years. And are we out of the woods or what's the position at the moment? I know the numbers are still high, but I think ICU numbers are quite low at the moment, which We're is important, isn't it? We're that our ICU numbers are low enough and the hospital numbers have come down. But if you look at positivity rate, it's still up there. So it's definitely still out there. And what needs to come from today's uh, commemoration then? What would you like to see come out of it? I think everyone coming together to recognise the people who've been on the front line, the people who've lost people, the people who've lost friends. It's important just to be together, I think, because it's all been so separate for the last two years and it's nice to actually come together with people. What for you, if, if, if you look back during the dark days of this, what were the most difficult days? I'm sure you saw, sadly, we're commemorating people who passed, you would have seen people who passed yeah. and the impact it had on people. Yeah. What was that like for you as a frontline worker? It was... It was like working in a different place altogether. It was the unknown. We didn't know what was coming in through the door. We were, as days went by, things were changing, um, pulling together as, a, as a, a staff, as a unit. It was just hard to know what was happening. It was just so different. Well, Leanne, thank you so much. And to you and your team there, I know some of them are a bit shy and won't talk today. Absolutely, well, no one can. Without you, we would have been lost, so thank okay. you. No problem, Alan, thank you. I'm here with Linda, the general manager of uh, Wexford General Hospital. Linda, in an honouring of the frontline workers here today. Absolutely. It's my absolute pleasure and privilege to be included and to participate today. It's an opportunity for us to acknowledge the very hard, tremendous hard work um, by all our frontline workers and our emergency and essential services throughout the community. And how are we coping? Because people want an update. How are we coping at the moment, Linda? Um, the hospital remains busy. Uh, we're challenged every day, but we continue to strive to provide appropriate safe care to both our patients and our staff. They all need to be saluted because the work that they did in the most difficult of circumstances. Absolutely, I agree with you entirely, Alan. There isn't one member of staff in Wexford General Hospital who doesn't play a vital and a pivotal role in the life of the hospital. It gives me absolute pleasure to represent the staff of Wexford General Hospital and it's important that I acknowledge how proud I am of each and every member of staff in the hospital. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.